here's your host, Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. Federal Agriculture Minister Lawrence McCauley will host a trade mission next week to Southeast Asia. McCauley will leave Sunday for a 13-day trade mission to Vietnam and India. The mission is an effort to expand Canadian trade in the Asia-Pacific region. McCauley will meet with his counterparts in Vietnam and India, as well as industry leaders, to discuss new opportunities in key Asian markets. He'll be accompanied by a group of Canadian industry associations representing a variety of agricultural exports. Canada exported more than $261 million in farm and fish products to Vietnam last year and more than $1.2 billion worth of farm and fish products to India. Macaulay's trade mission leaves on February 26th and returns on March 10th. India's move on post-crop trade will likely be raised by the Federal Minister of Agriculture. India has rejected a long-standing exemption on pest treatment for peas and lentils in a blow to Canada's top export market for those crops. Federal Agriculture Minister spokesman Guy Gallant confirmed the Indian government has not granted another six-month exemption that would have crops fumigated on arrival rather than before export, as has been allowed for more than a decade. India is a top market for Saskatchewan pulse crops. Pulse growers are worried about the impact on sales and prices from the latest move by India. Saskatchewan pulse growers have been receiving emails and phone calls from producers about potential buyers for soybeans and faba beans. Sask pulse growers agronomy specialist Glenda Cleese says there's demand for soybeans from several sources. There are companies in Saskatchewan that are buying soybeans locally that we are aware of in 2017 and moving forward as we continue to see soybean acres expand in Saskatchewan there's likely going to be an expansion of local buyers taking that seed. Right now we are certainly seeing some major grain companies taking soybean locally so I would recommend growers talk to those retails in their area that are buying seed and speak to them about the opportunities to sell their soybean seed or take their soybean seed. One of the things we have heard is that some of them are going to be limited in the time frame for allowing soybean seed and shipping soybean seeds. So that might be one of the questions that you want to ask is what that time frame might be that you can sell. Cleasy says there is demand from some processors. We do have local livestock companies in Saskatchewan that we know have purchased soybean in the past to process for livestock feed. So it's another great opportunity to look in your region and have an idea of what's happening for livestock feed processing. Glenda Cleasy is an agronomy specialist with Saskatchewan Pulse Growers. The Pulse Growers agronomy manager, Sherilyn Phelps, says there are some options for faba bean marketing. For the food grade ones, you know, it's usually most of the pulse processors that handle the food grade products. But when you're off grade and dealing with more of the feed side of things, that's where it can get a little bit more challenging for growers because there's not the obvious buyers. And still, a lot of your pulse processors have bought uh, faba beans for feed grade. There's other options too. There is a number of different buyers for specifically feed ingredients for growers that they can be tapping into and some of the feed buyers would be some of your brokers. So that's an area that growers can turn to when they have feed grade. The other area that they can look at for marketing some of the faba beans is trying to find direct buyers. So that would be your hog barns, your poultry barns, your beef feedlots, things like that. Anywhere that they're trying to incorporate pulses and, and feeding into rations, they could be looking at buying directly as well. So there's a number of those that you can consider. 
Phelps says the Saskatchewan Pulse Growers website has a list of buyers and sellers for the various pulse crops. The latest winter outlook from G3 Canada sees rising prices for Durham but lower returns for canola. G3 Canada says demand for wheat and Durham remains on the slow side, while canola demand has held steady at a strong pace both for domestic crush and export. Since the last pool outlook, wheat futures rose, then fell back to slightly lower than a month ago. Canola futures are also below month-ago levels after trading both lower and higher. G3 Canada says the latest outlook is for a $2 a ton rise for Durham, while canola is down $5 a ton, wheat is unchanged from a month ago. In-store Vancouver or Thunder Bay, G3 Canada estimates the price at $281 a ton for number one red spring wheat, 13.5% protein. For number one Durham, 13%, the in-store price is $330. For canola, the port price is estimated at $533 a ton. The amount of crop insurance compensation for Saskatchewan farmers' yield and quality losses due to last year's challenging growing season is now estimated at $650 million. That's still well below the record of $1.2 billion in 2002 following a widespread drought. So far, $500 million has been paid out with the rest to be settled once harvest is completed this spring. Harvey Milanovich from Kenora is the Division IV Director for the Saskatchewan Association of Rural Municipalities. He was asked about the estimated 1.3 million acres of crop that remains to be harvested. North of me, Hudson Bay, Tisdale, back into Alberta, that, that's, there's a stretch in there. There's vast numbers of acres and I know to the north I'm getting reports of wildlife damage, which is also covered under this great program that we have here. The minister provides wildlife damage, whatever. There's a lot of wildlife damage happening there. So I'm going to stress here, the individual coverage is probably the best program that crop insurance has come up with because each farmer has their own management plan. They can sit down, they can pick the program that best suits and works for them. Milanovic says growers will be able to get the crop off before seeding. The big question will be the quality of that unharvested crop. Agriculture Minister Lyle Stewart says having unharvested crop before spring seeding is a concern. We uh, know that our producers can get a lot of work done in a, in a short time these days and uh, uh, we, always, uh, we don't always expect miracles but we quite regularly see them and uh, you know we're uh, we're mindful of the problem that that is for the producers who are affected, and uh, uh, you know uh, we'll we'll be there whatever the what the end result is in crop insurance. Stewart announced yesterday average crop insurance premiums will rise 8.5 percent due to strong crop prices and higher yields this year. Coverage is at a record $217 an acre. The president of Cereals Canada is concerned about the rise in protectionism in the world. Cam Dahl says it's not just U.S. President Donald Trump promoting a nationalist approach. We've seen that sort of rise in, in national, nationalist sentiment and, and protectionism um, from, from all around the world. And, and uh, we see that, for example, that's uh, the driver behind the, uh, the vote in, in the United Kingdom around the European Union. Uh, we see pressure in Italy uh, to, uh, to limit... Uh, uh, exports of, of Durham wheat into that country. Uh, we see, uh, you know, rise in, in non-science uh, barriers to, to trade in, in other parts of the world. So this growth in protectionist sentiment is 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 something that, as a trading industry and as a trading country, uh, we do have to be concerned about, and and we do have to work together to combat. 
Dahl says farmers can't afford to be complacent in the face of a rising anti-trade movement. One of the things that we need to do a better job of is, is communicating the benefits of trade. Um, and uh, that's something that uh, organizations like ours, as well as uh, uh, federal and provincial governments, need to do. Uh, we do depend on trade, um, and it provides tremendous advantage. The majority of our production is exported, um, and we need to talk about uh, we need to talk about the benefits of trade, and and we need to talk to our trading partners about uh, the benefits of trade as well. I, I think the U.S relationship as an example. And, uh, you know, I heard somebody say that the difference between Canada and the rest of the world is, is we actually do buy American. Um, and the, the reciprocal is true as well, of course, that uh, they buy Canadian. And, and uh, both countries are better off because of that robust uh, trading relationship. And, and perhaps we don't, we don't talk about that enough. The Canada-EU trade deal is seen as a blueprint for future trade agreements. Prime Minister Trudeau recently said if CETA doesn't work out, it could be the last multilateral trade deal. The Market Update on The Source, 620 CKRM. Grain prices were showing some downward movement in early trading today. Viterra prices for canola fell $2 at 475.02. Oats went down $1.33 at 175.28. Yellow peas plunged $14 at $284.49. Number one red spring wheat declined 15 cents at $228.22. The rest were all unchanged. Durham, $272.17. Feed barley, $134.14. Flax, $480.55. Feed wheat, $136.48. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, March wheat was down one and a half cents a bushel at five forty-two and a half cents. This is Grant Barnett with the Market Report. Heartland Night Talk here in Moose Jaw. 350 cattle on offer here for the week. Big run expected here at our Tuesday pre-sort. Looks like this yearling market looks like it's fully steady to the end of that last week. Lots of yearlings starting to move here now. Cow market, maybe a hair lower this week. A lot of these really good cows. 92 to 98, the odd sales are just over a buck. The big bulls, they've gained some strength. They're probably four to five bucks stronger here this week. That's another big pre-sort here on Tuesday this has been Graham Barnett reporting. Let's have one great afternoon. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. This is the Hams Market Commentary for Friday, February 24th. Hams sold 6,200 hogs Thursday, selling in a range of 177 to 179 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 4,500 heads, selling in a range of 174 to 175 per CKG. Hog prices for the week ending Friday, February 24th are SIG 3, 176.04. SIG 4 18008, SIG 5 17806, Cash 17656, Brickco 17677, Thunder Creek 17479, and High Life 17868.